we need some like intro music. I know, have I've Ian. been telling Ian. Yeah, I was just gonna say, have Ian mm-hmm. make us like an intro. I told him he needs to. I'm gonna now it's on record, but he needs to. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> it's been a minute, but I lost an episode. I was so bummed. Yeah. It was a fun one. It was. Uh, we did like a um, Beyond Belief fact or fiction sort of thing where we guessed which, or I picked out a bunch of stories for Miranda to guess if they were true or not, and the whole thing got lost. It was really fun. Oh, it was fun. We stayed up late even after just talking. Oh, we we hung up. out way longer than we recorded. <laughs> yeah, until like, what, one o'clock in the morning? I think so. <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you almost got in trouble. I did. <laughs> I get one day a week. Right. Can't we stay out late? I get you one day a week. One day That's it. of adult time. That's it. But mm-hmm. yeah, now now it's a priority. We've got new equipment. We've got a bit of a she shed situation happening in the works, which we're in right now. It's it's coming along. It's not fancy. Hey, it <laughs> but works. But it's a place. It's a place that kids aren't in. Yes. And I'm down for that. Every Sunday is going to be our, our upload day. So we get together every, what, Friday now? Yeah, we're going to try to go yep. every Friday. And so, yeah, make sure it's up on Sundays and tune in for it. Today's not quite a murder. She's surprising me with this one because I have no idea what Once she has I in say store. it, you'll know. Okay. I think anybody that's listening to it will know. It's, it's recent and it was big. Today, we're going to talk about the disappearance of Sherry Papini. Oh, <laughs> snap. I have done so much research <laughs> on that one. All right. So I guess we'll just hop into it. Sherry Papini, at the time of her disappearance in 2016, was a 34-year-old from Shasta Lake, California, from Redding, California. Um, she kind of lived on the cusp out there. So just suddenly she came up uh, missing on November 2nd, 2016. Um, that morning, uh, kind of a late morning text she sends to her husband, Keith, um, asking if he's going to come home for lunch. I don't believe he did. Um, she was seen jogging by neighbors, wearing a pink top sometime near the 2 o'clock hour uh, in preparation for the Thanksgiving Day turkey trot that happens here every mm-hmm. year. Then around uh, 5.51 p.m., her husband, T- Keith, got home from work um, where he worked at Best Buy. Um, he noticed that their, the car was there. In an interview, he said he walked in and expected, you know, the kids to, to mow him down like they do every day. But he walked in and no one was home. Uh, he was just kind of like, you know, oh, maybe they're on a walk or whatever. He wasn't terribly concerned at that point. Yeah. He checked where her phone was from the Find My iPhone app, uh, which led him to about a mile away on the intersection of um, Sunrise Drive and Old Oregon Trail, which was actually, like, right near their mailbox. Yeah. So he gets out, and they're no, you know, they're not there. He thought, maybe I I missed him. uh, So next he calls her mom to see if, you know, what's going on, if she's talked to Sherry. And she said, no, I haven't talked to her. And then he calls the daycare and said, well, what time did Sherry pick up the kids today? And I'm not sure where they are. The daycare provider said, well, the kids are still here. And that's... Oh, that just gave me goosebumps, just because I can't imagine that feeling. So that's when he got really concerned. Um, He went back to the mailbox where her phone said she still was. So now he knows he's not looking for her or the kids. He's looking for her phone, which he finds um, laying in the brush with her headphones and strands of her hair tangled within the headphones. So within, you know, within that uh, two-hour time span, he reports her missing after he calls around, Mm -hmm. you know, realizes that she's nowhere. Um, Sherry was always described by her family as a a super mom. 
Um, she dreamed of being a stay-at-home mom, so it doesn't seem like she would be somebody that would be likely to just bolt. Mm-hmm. Um, she was doing what she wanted to do. You know, she was said to get up early with the kids every morning, happily have breakfast ready, have activities, you know, for them and whatnot. It just seemed like she was really happy doing what, what she was doing. Fortunately, police took the call and, and the report really seriously from the get-go. And that was really obvious in town, too. Like, you know, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere right away. Um, and within two days of her being missing, the reward went up to $50,000 for leads to her return. Um, and search teams deployed pretty immediately. Wasn't there an unidentified person who donated the money? There was, yes. There's speculation about where that came from. Oh, there's spec. I've heard so many, so much speculation. There is speculation. Tons. Um, So around that time, you know, of course, tips started pouring in. All in all, they got more than 400 tips. But of course, none of them led anywhere. You know, so throughout the month, investigators filed about 20 different search warrants, looking into local sex offenders, reviewing surveillance videos, sifting through cell phone data. But none of that led anywhere either. Five days later, on November 7th, they gave Keith, her husband, a lie detector test. Um, apparently, the test lasted several hours because, of course, that's kind of where you turn to when mm-hmm. someone goes missing as the spouse, um, particularly the husband when it's a yeah. wife. He did pass the polygraph test. He was described as very cooperative. And during this time, too, Keith really kept himself in the media, really wanting to spread word about her disappearance. Yeah. I would do the same. I don't think it was a bad call at all. In <laughs> um, watching them, rewatching them, watching them at the, at the time, and rewatching mm-hmm. them now, he was often, you know, really emotional, seemed genuinely emotional, mm-hmm. you know, and pleaded for her return as well as spoke to her directly in the event that she was still alive or somehow able to hear him and just let her know that, like, we're still looking for you, we love you, mm-hmm. which gives me goosebumps too. Oh, I just can't imagine. I couldn't imagine. Having to send those messages out just hoping that they were in the universe anymore even um local support around here was through the roof Mm -hmm. um you know hundreds of people ended up coming out for search parties of course everyone was sharing on social media they had a meal train going on there was a gofundme made um a lot of local businesses volunteered to make signs Mm -hmm. flyers signs billboards she was everywhere not just locally she she was everywhere all around the nation she was a you know younger blonde pretty beautiful mom yeah Mm. unfortunately it seems like those are kind of the only ones that get the spotlight exactly there wasn't there another lady as well around the same time that there was went missing i think she's still missing i was gonna say i don't think she ever was found she was i know she was a little older she was older and it wasn't that far from here either no i don't think i I wish i could remember her name i feel bad that i don't but yeah there there was a lot going on around that time that's for sure i mean there always is but sherry's case in particular I think, you know, she was really... They were the American dream couple. Exactly. They, she looked like an all-American mom, um, and I think that really accelerated her case, as well as her husband's, you know, tenacity and mm-hmm. drive in really getting her name out there. And things like that don't really happen around here mm-hmm. either. It's so strange. Like, yeah. It's far from perfect here. There's a lot of really fucked up shit that happens mm-hmm. here, but not like that. So mm-hmm. everybody really jumped to help um I used to think that he was the cutest thing because he went to high school with my sister he went to school oh, with he? my sister sherry probably did too Forever. right <laughs> yeah that so funny but yeah i remember her telling me you're broken i'm like Ooh. that one 
Oh, that's so funny. He was older than you, too, huh? He's the same age. He's three years older oh, than that's me. Not, oh, that's okay. <laughs> not Gosh. that much older. Oh, my God, we're getting old. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize. You always say, All these grown-ups are in our ages now. Like, the, have you seen that TikTok around that? Oh, let me see your ID for, like... Yes! Oh, I see, oh, the, I one see the one thing. before it. You're good. Yeah, I'm like... Oh, I have a one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't... That's wild. Don't, People that yeah. were born in the year 2000 are going to be old enough to drink this year. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? No. Yeah. I was born in the 1900s. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> now we sound ancient, not just grown. Um, so, yeah, there was uh, a GoFundMe, too, uh, t- to help pay for the search efforts, which reached over $49,000 at the end of everything. And weeks are going by at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost seems like it's not doing it justice to speak about it so quickly. But, I mean, because the days were long during. Everybody was oh, worked yeah. up. Everybody was scared. I was it, watching the news every day, making sure if there's any updates, anything, any news. All the time. And it was everywhere. Like, yeah. We were in, Re- I mean, it was on Good Morning America. Um, mm-hmm. We were in Reno around this time, too. And it was just plastered all over the news all the time there, too. We were keeping an eye on, on mm-hmm. their local news, too. And they were just talking about it nonstop. Um, so strong efforts continued each day. But it, nobody was getting any closer to finding mm-hmm. Sherry until Thanksgiving Day in 2016, so November 24th, um, when Sherry was spotted about 150 miles south of here in Yolo County, just along I-5, uh, around 4 o'clock in the morning. So 22 days after she went missing, she was gone for more than three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to find her captors tied her up in a vehicle with a bag over her head, drove her to a seemingly random location, and just kicked her out of the vehicle. Um, she ran to a house for help, but um, her husband said that she described the house as seeming pretty uninviting. So she didn't go there, which you can't blame her. No. <laughs> you don't Not after run. being sold through something like that. No, Heck you don't no. want to run to a sketchy place. No. Um, so she ran to a building nearby, and it was locked up, couldn't get in. Then she ran to the freeway, which was apparently, you know, not too far. And mm-hmm. there is, I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, yeah. There's a video that you can find on online, too. It's not more than, like, a minute and a half long. You could barely see You her. can barely. Yeah, she's running back yeah. and forth. I'm assuming it's the building that she was trying to get into. I Maybe thought it not. wasn't in a church. It could have been. I'm not sure. I, I just, I, I only saw that it was a building that she was trying yeah. to get into. Yeah, I don't know if it was or not, but she looked, fr- like, it was probably pitch freaking black out there. That oh, was the middle yeah. of nowhere, you know, just run into pretty much any lights or parking lots mm-hmm. that she could probably see. I mean, likely she had no idea what time it was. Mm-mm. Nothing. Yeah, actually, she didn't know what time it was because yeah. she thought it was nighttime. Yeah. She didn't know it was about to be dawn. What a scary feeling. Just not oh, having I an idea imagine. where you are. You're not knowing what time it is, not knowing where to go. Um, so I think the smartest thing for her to do was to go to the freeway, which is what she did anyway. Yeah. She tried to flag down several drivers, of course, as soon as she got there, but many people passed. Uh, Sherry told her husband that she wondered if people didn't stop because she was chained in in the vehicle that they Mm -hmm. brought her there in. Um, So she was wondering if this chain around her waist that they gave her maybe looked like she was an escaped prisoner. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was maybe deterring people from wanting to pick her up. So she tried, you know, her best to tuck the chain away. Finally, somebody took her seriously. That passed. She didn't stop. Which I was going to get into that, too. I probably wouldn't, too, just in case you think about it, something that early in the morning, 
you hear people all the time of girls going mm-hmm. up and like, oh, help me, help me. And oh, then yeah. they the guys come out of nowhere yep. and snatch oh, yeah. you. So, yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Like, why didn't that lady let her sit in her freaking car? You know, at first right. I was like, what the heck? But then her after I thinking, you know, yeah. if she's alone, like, I don't think she had anybody with her. Nope. A lone female at that time of night. Yeah, I probably would have, you know, passed as well and then called the police yeah. or something like that. That's just not in unreasonable. Case. Yeah. I mean, so going it back happens. on it. Yeah. But how many men do you think passed? Oh, probably everybody know. else. Yeah. <laughs> Damn near. Oh. All these truckers and uh, mm-hmm. uh, this woman was the only person that I as far as I could tell the only person that called. Yeah. So she she pulled over on the next um exit and called the police. And she said, "Quote, I saw this woman with long blonde hair on the right shoulder of the freeway and she was waving a piece of fabric that looked like a shirt, waving it up and down trying to flag someone down." Her name was Allison Sutton. Mm-hmm. Um she also said it was obvious she needed help. So police came. Uh, There is out there somewhere some recording of police dispatch when they were going to her. They were saying that, like, well, she's, you know, she's battered. We're dealing with a a battered, you know, Mm -hmm. woman situation. That's all they knew. Nobody knew it was Sherry at the time. So she was taken to the hospital uh, nearby to recover. Um, Her husband was called, of course, right away. So he raced down there. And he was the one that actually shared details uh, about her condition. Mm -hmm. He said that she was emaciated. She was down to 87 pounds. When normally she was about 100 to 105 pounds, she was very petite. She, yeah, she's very Very petite. small, very petite. But to lose that much weight that fast, that's yeah. awful. Of course, she had that chain around her waist. That chain itself was also connected to her left wrist by a zip mm-hmm. tie. She had hose clamps fastened around her ankles. She was covered in multicolored bruises that, you know, mm-hmm. indicates that they were in different stages of healing. Her nose had been broken. Her hair had been chopped off. And she was branded. I think it was on her shoulder. I think so. Um, they didn't release that information, but I, I remember at the time. Yeah. Uh, I, they it did, was being they discussed. Won't, yeah, they won't say what kind of branding right. or what the branding looks like. And they think there's still more details that they still haven't let out into yeah. the public yeah. to this day. Yeah. Maybe someday. I don't know. But Sherry relayed to police that she'd been abducted at gunpoint by two Hispanic females who wore face coverings and forced her into a dark-colored SUV. So the weird thing about this is one of those quote-unquote females actually looks like a male. Has a lot of, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. if you look at the pictures, one of them looks a lot like a male. The older one, the picture Mm -hmm. of the older one, looks a lot like a male than a female the way it was sketched out. Right, and we'll have the sketches too on our Instagram so you guys can take a look. And and it's possible. First of all, her she said her abductors always wore face coverings around her or mm-hmm. she had a bag over her head. Uh, they spoke Spanish most of the time, so she didn't have too many characteristics for identification. But at the hospital, she, she said they were two females. They found on her clothes mm-hmm. one identified male DNA and within her body one identified female DNA. Those were, as far as I know, they haven't released that, but I'm, I'm assuming they didn't, you know, get a hit on anybody on that DNA, but they did specify that it's not her husband's DNA mm-hmm. um, or any of the EMT or people that found her, um, but there is one male and one female. Yeah. And I knew about those details, mm-hmm. but that, that one, you look at it, it looks just like a male. You never know. Shoot, he could have been disguising his voice. Oh, absolutely. So, I don't know, to me it just looks a lot of, like, manly features mm-hmm. if you look at it. Even though, you know, it's only half the face showing. Right. And how much, just, I mean, in, in certain conditions, depending on what somebody's wearing, you can't get too much off of them. Yeah. When you're in that situation, you can't 
You're not looking at their chest to mm-hmm. see if they have breasts. You're not, you know what I mean? She could probably think, barely think as is with no food. You know, obviously she was malnourished. Oh my gosh, could yeah. you imagine? I know if I don't eat for a while, it starts messing with your head. 1,000%. <laughs> Her husband, so. in the 2020 interview that he did um, after the fact, was saying that he was told by her that she was pretending to do things like, oh, it gives me goosebumps too, jeez, pretending to tuck their babies in for bed. Um, oh, there was yeah. a towel that she had that she rolled up that she, you know, rolled up and cradled and pretended like she was rocking their youngest child just to keep herself there. Yeah, grounded. Yeah, least. or just to keep hope, I would mm-hmm. assume, you know. So just have that feeling like, okay, if this is going to be it, I want that feeling of like absolutely. the last touch of yeah. my children. And Oof. if that's, I know, <laughs> don't cry. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but if that's where your headspace is at mm-hmm. and somebody's wearing a mask the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's wearing a mask now as it is. If everybody was wearing a mask right now, wearing hoodies, yeah. wearing the same, you know, black hoodie, it might be hard to identify who's who and yeah. who's of what gender. So it's not hard to conceive that there might have been a male-female duo mm-hmm. and she just couldn't tell. Yeah. She had a lot going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Definitely. But I always thought that. I like, I'm always like, mm. Yeah. And it does seem strange for two women. To be the abductors. To be the abductors, the abusers. Very, very rare. It is. It's strange. And um, the case itself is strange for a lot of reasons. Yes. So thankfully, she's home. She's been reunited with her family. It was while it was only 22 days. I'm sure that was 22 long, horrendous days. Not just for her, for her family, for her kids. So thankfully, they have her back. And um, there hasn't really been any progress on the case since. Yeah, no no word, no updates, no nothing. Mm-mm. I think since it's been out, I've seen maybe one picture of Sherry Papini, but that was like closely to, kind of close to an app, like about a year after, I think. Like a year after, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I noticed too was, yeah, there was a couple pictures of the paparazzi where she was picking up her kids and right outside of her house, and it's just like, come the fuck on. Uh, she has never come out and done an interview. You know, police have not mm-hmm. said she's been uncooperative. She's given all of her information to the police, but she's never put herself in the spotlight. We've never heard mm-hmm. a recording of her. We've never seen an interview of her. So it's just really a bummer that a lot know. of people who put their time and effort don't really have that much closure. You know what I mean? Like, or like if I put my time and effort into helping find somebody, like wanting to know if like long term they're okay. You know, right. like I spent my my hard-earned money or you know what I mean my Mm -hmm. time to look for this I don't know kind of a double-edged sword I guess I don't know I don't think she'd have to explain herself right but you know I mean she just kind of fell off the face of the earth she did no updates no nothing no like okay I'm not doing okay right now I don't even know no statement no statement no statement was even released her Uh -uh. husband did you know Keith did the 2020 interview he talked about what she told her but there was no official statement released on her behalf at all. No. Like, I know she's probably obviously going through therapy, and but that's about it. Like, no, mm-hmm. nothing. And like you said, it is, it's a double-edged sword because on one hand, it's like... That's traumatic. It's true. Oh, God, I can't like, even imagine. If something traumatic happens to me, I blank it out and it gets stored. Like, I wouldn't be she able to... She could very much be that kind of like person. Like, blocking it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've never... I, could, I can't even... I can't even fathom how I would Handle behave it, in a yeah. situation like that. Yeah. You know, on one hand, I think the community, because we all were so invested in it and so invested in her, I think a lot of people around here feel like they're owed. I don't don't think a thank you is really what anybody was looking for, but just like, hey, like, we we did this. We were invested. Like, their meal train, I took spaghetti one night, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everybody was 
was doing something. Yeah. Right. But on the other hand, too, not just thinking about how she handles trauma, but if you think about it, getting on TV and putting yourself out there at all. Right after something. After the fact, knowing that they haven't been caught either. Yeah. You know that they're looking at you. Oh, yeah. Knowing that your abductors are out there looking at you and just knowing that they can see you in any way. Like, I don't know how I'd feel about That's that either. That's true. Like, seeing you on TV. Like, mm-hmm. like what how if they get a glimpse of, like, where I'm at? Or, you know what I mean? I would be paranoid, too. Like, now that I think about it in that light, like... Just the same way that victims have such a hard time facing them in court. Mm -hmm. It's... I feel like it would be like that, but almost worse. Because you know that they can see you, but you can't see them. You don't know where they are. Yeah. Um, And something like that would be all over. Oh, Oh, everywhere. It was national. It would be everywhere. The fact that she didn't do that kind of kept her case um, a little bit out there still. And I think because people didn't have that closure they started really trying to poke holes in it mm-hmm. so we are going to go into some of the inconsistencies and theories now too okay because there are a few of them oh there's a few there's I a few of them i actually looked them up not that long ago and there's still there's oh, really? actually some pretty recent podcasts oh really yes on this oh i haven't subject I and search. they were going over the inconsistencies and in what would you think yeah i don't know yeah uh, we'll see i i I saw a big YouTube video, too, that was talking about all of the theories behind it. Mm-hmm. And she had, it was, you know, an opinion video. But I didn't want to watch it. Um, I just didn't want it to skew my research. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Looking up something. I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm copying anybody else's work. Exactly. Or if I'm listening to it, it's in my subconscious. And I don't want to slip out anything that somebody has said verbatim or anything like that. So. Oh, definitely. Like the ones that I watched not too terribly long ago. I'll watch them. But I don't retain things that <laughs> but so on that subject just notably i I jotted down my sources so all my sources Mm -hmm. are from people.com wikipedia buzzfeed you know writing record searchlight the Mm -hmm. sack b yahoo entertainment 2020 the 2020 special that keith did and then i I did dabble into the to the reddit discussions Mm -hmm. as well so a few of the inconsistencies was said that her phone and her headphones that he found keith took a a picture or two right away mm-hmm. before he called the cops which is a really smart idea i don't think there's anything necessarily suspicious about that i think that's a great idea before you call if you think something or suspicious touch is something happening. exactly but supposedly they seemed pretty placed from what did they release it? i couldn't find the picture of it i feel like we saw it i feel like i time. saw it yeah it was they seemed placed is that yummy <laughs> nope dude <laughs> Are you happy? Are you a happy boy? Are you a good boy? Okay. <laughs> You're so cute though. Look at your face. I know. Action. But anyway, um, it seemed like they were pretty suspiciously neatly placed. Mm-hmm. With her strands of hair kind of carefully put on them for identification is what people gathered. Yes. Which in some light, yeah, it, that, that does look pretty. Unless, you think about it, God only knows. She really did get scooped up or maybe, didn't right. they like pull up and maybe she, she said, took them off for a second, put them down? Or if they ripped them from her, you know, if somebody rips headphones out of your ear, they were corded. Yeah, they were so. like small little earbuds. Oh, they weren't corded? They were corded. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm saying if somebody yeah, yeah, rips yeah. the cords, how neatly can they be placed though? I mean, what if you, you think it'd be down, like... You know, like I guess, yeah, all, like spread. sprawled. Mm-hmm. This looked like, but it was very, yeah. So that was the phone, and then the headphones on top. 
right? Just kind of coiled around on the very top of the ball. From what I am visualizing, the picture that I thought I saw of Mm -hmm. it, yeah, if it's that neatly placed, maybe she, like, put it down if the ladies were asking a question. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. And who knows what her precise recollection of that yeah. moment would be, too, after 20 days gone, being starved, being beaten, and then having to, to recount that that long after. There's a million. Oh, I would probably wouldn't even remember. I'd probably just be remembered being snatched. Yep. Not like, oh, yep. I neatly like placed this down on or, the ground. Or, yeah, or, or they grabbed it from my ears and I don't know what they did. You know, yeah. yeah, those little things would be gone, I yeah. imagine. So who knows? <clears throat> you know, you could play devil's advocate either way on that one. Another one of the inconsistencies was one that we talked about um, was that she said it was two females that abducted her, but one male and one female DNA mm-hmm. was found on her. Another thing was that the woman that saw Sherry on the side of the road described her as a woman in her quote with long blonde hair. Yet mm-hmm. when her husband got there and, and what his report was when he first saw her was that her hair had been hacked off. Mm-hmm. From the very first moment that he saw her in the hospital. Yeah. So. Wasn't it shoulder length? I think, yeah, it I think about shoulder length. Shoulder length. Um, it used to be longer than Yeah, that. but the, some people are, are real suspicious about the fact that the, the lady that saw her on the side of the freeway said she had long blonde hair. Yeah. But who knows, her hair was blonde if she was waving a white shirt. Maybe she thought, you know, it was dark out. It was dark. You wouldn't have been able to, you know, perfectly. Yeah. Who knows? Recall details. I don't so know that what color shirt she was wearing. I don't, you never know. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe subconsciously she recognized her face and put it together with a picture of her. Because like I said, it was everywhere. And this was not that far. You know, maybe she subconsciously put it together with a picture of Sherry with her iconic long long blonde hair. Yeah. Um, Or maybe that's the way she kind of recalls blonde girls, you know? Sure. (laughs) Any, yeah. Any number of little things. Yeah. Because she just saw her passing. Exactly. It was a fleeting, fleeting glance. Um, the last inconsistency that I found before we get into the actual theories was that Sherry claimed at one point to have fought back against her attackers and cut her foot trying to escape in the process, but there was no trace of any such wound that they could find. So I thought she said something around the lines of like when she was in the bathroom, she like cut her foot or stubbed her foot or something like that. But God only knows because of the, you know, she probably wasn't in her right mind. So those two, I think, are meh. Not a deal breaker. Exactly. Right. And again, who knows? She was beaten and bruised all over the place. If she's like, well, I, I, I dinged my foot on this or I, you know, she at that point did not have the wherewithal to take stock of each and every actual, yeah. you know, if she remembers hitting her foot. She probably thinks there was a cut there or a bruise yeah. there or something there. Yeah. Um, so as far as some of the theories, she was in contact with a man from Detroit. There were several texts, from what I understand, mm-hmm. exchanged between the two of them, even in the days leading up to her disappearance. Uh, police did look into it. Um, you know, somebody even flew out there to talk to him, but they, they ruled him out. They never specified whether the relationship was romantic or platonic. Uh, he was described as an acquaintance, and that's all that we got. Um, many specul- or Many say that he was definitely a married man. Mm-hmm. And they speculate that she left with him or left to be with him, but it didn't work out. And the case was so popular and she needed to find a way to come back. So she made up this story is what people think. She beat herself the fuck up and made up this story. But that doesn't make sense because the headphones were there before she left. Yeah. And, and her phone and whatnot. That all just doesn't make sense to me. No, I don't think so. Another one of the theories is that it was all just a ruse. 
just because. Um, supposedly, and I really couldn't find any other information on this aside from the discussion in Reddit, but apparently she faked her own abduction in 2006 from Shasta College. That's all I got from that. I searched and I searched and I couldn't find anything. You know, some think that it was just her doing it again because she's alleged to have suffered um, from a previous eating disorder or not possibly ongoing eating disorder. So therefore, maybe some mental health issues, which, you know, none of which have been confirmed. Um, yeah. So that's just what people say. Um, and potentially some substance abuse also not confirmed. Have no idea. Yeah. Um, I don't want to paint somebody out in that light Mm -mm. when I have no, no details. I don't, I don't know them. I don't have a reason to believe that. I don't believe that. I'm thinking just they're going to put her in the sex trade or something. And, Mm -hmm. but it made such national news. They couldn't risk it. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. And that was, that was another theory. That was a theory for her in her favor. There weren't many for her in her favor. Yeah. Um, uh, It it seems like most people thought that it was a hoax. But that was kind of my thought process behind it too was that by the circumstances, you know, that she wasn't killed and she was branded, it sounded a lot to me like human traffickers. That's what I was thinking. Right. They're not going to get any good out of her if her face is plastered everywhere. Everyone's going to know who she is. The heat was too hot. That's exactly what I was talking about too. Dump her. Yeah. And they said, well, how how are we going to get, you know, a lot of people also said that they likely thought that she looked younger than she was, Mm -hmm. which she, she she did, she did, she did. She was tiny, you know, from that far away. You Mm -hmm. don't, you don't stop. If you are a fucking masked kidnapper, you're not going to stop and inspect somebody's face. You're, you know, pulling up on the side of the road. She's a tiny blonde girl Mm -hmm. that probably looked like a teenager from, you know, so that her being older than they thought, you know, that's probably 20 years difference from the the mm-hmm. age bracket that they want when she's 34 years old yeah um so that paired with the fact that it was so high profile you know i think that they're either thinking well we either have to kill her or we have to let her go because first yeah. of all she's not yeah she's not our prime target anyway and everybody's looking for her yeah so, which everybody should be looking for all the missing people but that's just yeah. not the way the cookie crumbles you know so yeah that that was kind of what i was thinking um it seems, though, like the biggest theory ties to white supremacy ties within her family. Mm, I did not hear about that. You did not hear about that? No. That is all I heard about. I remember at the time a lot of discussion was being held online about specifically an uncle that she had and a lot of theories and conceptions around a ruse between the two of them, potentially even a ruse that she just had to go along with and was told that she was doing not necessarily with her consent and involvement. Mm-hmm. I googled and I googled and I couldn't find any of the information that I remember seeing about this uncle. I never knew his name, but I couldn't I couldn't find anything. I remember looking into that and reading about that a lot of the time. Couldn't find shit. But I I did find other things um that talked about the family's ties to white supremacy allegedly. I'm not going to yeah. say either way. Yeah, that was confirmed. Right. Or... Supposedly, the family has been known in the area for being pretty blatant about their beliefs. And some suppose that the kidnapping was faked in an attempt to basically perpetuate a, a race war by blaming it on Hispanics. People said to have found old profiles uh, of Sherry that she made with her maiden name, making some pretty racist comments on there. And I actually found that online as well. Ooh. So basically in this thing, it's it's pretty long. She goes into detail about it being in high school, being, you know, from a small high school. It is a small high school up here. Yeah. Ongoing problems with, quote, Hispanics that she had. And this was on her... 
this was on some, I, I don't know what kind, I don't want to know what website it was from, but a, a specifically Skinheads. white supremacist, oh, was it, is that what it says? Web Archive. Oh, yeah, Web Archive, skinheads.com. So she supposedly she had ongoing problems with Hispanics, quote, in the school um, to the point that, you know, she was at a volleyball game, I guess. And, you know, she looked over and her dad was there behind her was a group of Hispanic girls, for lack of a better term. Excuse the, you know, broad term. It, it, I'm quoting directly from the story. <laughs> that's what she <laughs> referred to him as. So that's just what I'm relaying. Um, so she, she noticed that her dad was kind of like flinching and looking back at these girls. We'll come to find they were throwing ice at him, um, and calling him a Nazi. So after the game, she just ended up going, getting in a fight with one of these girls. Mm -hmm. Um, the girl, I, I think broke her nose or, so, you know, she, she supposedly beat the girl up pretty bad. So from that interaction, um, she says, quote, which brings me to my point of why girls should not fight. We are just too fragile and break easily. I totally agree with skinheads that girls should not fight. They should stand by their men. But sometimes, I guess you have to do what is necessary when a skinhead isn't on hand. So, what? it's a whole thing. Yeah. And she goes on to say in this that, yeah, a couple of weeks later, I guess they apparently owned a, a family um, pizza place. And she was the only one that was there closing. She saw a couple cars pull up. She knew immediately that it was that girl with, she says, three Latino guys and five girls rushed in and they jumped her. Um, they broke her shin with a fucking like four by four or two by four and, you know, supposedly beat the crap out of her. Um, after that fight at, uh, the school and the bleachers, her dad, you know, had said to her, Cher, I'm proud of you. You did the right thing. Keep on walking. Don't let your legs slow you down. Um, keep on walking. Cause she had like hurt her leg on the bleachers or whatever. So, you know, they beat the crap out of her at the pizza shop. And in this, she talks about hearing her dad, dad's voice in her head. I'm proud of you, Sherry, you know, keep on walking. And she said, you know, that, that kept her getting up and they just realized they weren't going to break her down because she kept getting mm -hmm. up because, you know, of what her dad said and they ended up just fleeing. So she kind of hobbled home after mm -hmm. that with those words kind of repeating in her head from her dad. So another quote was, you know, my dad was always there with me in spirit. Being white is more than just being aware of my skin, but of standing behind the skinheads who are always around in spirit as well and having pride for my country. Being white is my family, my roots, my way of life. It's always there. There's no denying it. It's nobility. It's strength. It will lift me up when I really need my pride, when I need to, quote, keep walking. That's so strange. I never heard that I one. I can't believe you didn't hear all that. No. So Sherry was previously married mm -hmm. before Keith. And, of course, you know, police checked him out, too. They were said to have had no ties. Uh, actually, it was said that they, they got along really well and were friendly mm -hmm. up until she started dating Keith. But he actually, the ex-husband actually came out and said that it's a fraud. This is a bunch of crap. It never happened. This is far from, you know, who Sherry is mm -hmm. and Sherry's beliefs and that it was somebody that pranked her in high school, you know, a malicious prank and they never found out who did it. Uh, her dad has also come out on record and said, like, it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, we never found out at the time, supposedly, according to her dad, Sherry tried to get the website to take it down, which they wouldn't because it, it was fraud. It wasn't her who really posted mm -hmm. it, but they wouldn't take it down. Again, they never found out who did it. That's what they say about it. It's, it's weird. It's an oddly specific thing. Yeah. It's a really oddly specific thing, even if it's a hoax or if it, uh, even if it's something that somebody did very specific, very detailed and very specific. Yeah. I just don't know. 
That is, I don't know. I, I, I hope that we can get a little bit of interaction on this one because I would love to hear what everybody else thinks. Yeah, there's a lot of people that shoot around this area and might know her, might know the family, mm-hmm. might, you know, have been friends of friends and heard, you know, details a little bit closer. Um, I know they don't live around this area anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I do believe they up and move. I don't know where, but I think they were getting too much. Well, they were getting pictures taken at their fucking house. All the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people just going up to their house. And, and I if do you saw believe her around, they yeah, moved. she was being stared at all the time, too. Well, this is a small community. You know, the right connections. Or, you well, know, they posted pictures look. of her house. They video, they triangulated her area pretty yeah. fucking well. Well, it's not that hard to. Yeah, that's kind of out in the boons too. There's not very many houses. Well, no, but they triangulated that these are the street corners that she was missing on. It was only a mile away from her yeah. house. They posted picture, you know, video footage of the front of her house. Um, it's not hard to tell, and yeah. I'm sure anywhere she went in town, all eyes were on her, which just be awful oh yeah i remember seeing her and her husband in safeway once and i was like oh shit trying really hard not to look at her yeah you know because she's not a she's not a freak show you should not yeah i I know what you mean um because like you said nothing like that usually happens around this area no i can't imagine nothing horrible extent no how horrible it would be to just go out and about knowing that all eyes are on you. You're not even safe in your home. Yeah. I, spe- I mean, honestly, especially if you were kidnapped, I would never, w- I would not step foot back into my home if it was me. If I was kidnapped around my house mm-hmm. and I fucking was lucky especially enough. now that pff, everybody knows where she lives. Yeah. Well, if I was lucky enough to be able to go back home and survive and be with my people, I would never feel safe at home again. Knowing that those people were out there. You know, never she lives around this area. I really don't. I wouldn't if I were her. Um, as far as all the theories, I can see why it would put doubt in people's minds. I can't in good conscience. And maybe it's because I'm so close to it. I feel like I feel like if I were to see all this stuff and it was a, a, a murder or a, a kidnapping from decades ago across the country, I'd be like, mm, that's suspicious as fuck. Like, that chick faked yeah. it. Um, you know, so maybe us being so close to it has put kind of a bias on it. Mm-hmm. But, Different point of view, too. Right. I just can't in good conscience say that I, you know, necessarily believe any of this stuff because on the off, not even the off chance, on the very likely chance that it's a very mm-hmm. real thing and this woman was kidnapped and beaten and just to degrade her experience that way. Um yeah. And just verbally and emotionally beat up on a victim that way. I I don't feel safe or comfortable taking that chance and, and believing something and disregarding everything that she potentially so, went through. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's very controversial in the area. Yeah. Not even in the area. If you Google the Sherry Papini, there's, I mean, the first page of Google has a lot of speculation and theories oh, yeah. about whether it's a hoax or not. So, it's on everybody's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that again kind of goes back to the fact that she didn't come out at all afterwards that she's been so silent that's kind of big for me like i think that's the reason why every once in a while i you know look up to see if there's any more details or Mm -hmm. anything that's been put out about it like kind of want to see how she's doing i guess like i know like how she i don't know is going on to -to day-to-day life 
right. as far as I know, she's a hermit and not going out, you know what I mean? But, I mean, they kind but. of were already, like, they didn't have Facebook profiles. They were really <sighs> low-key people. I know. See, I'm but if hermit. it was you, would you want to get yeah. up in front of everybody and the news and the fucking world and be like, hey, thanks. No, yeah, I'd probably flip everybody off and yeah, not Yeah, say I want to forget thinking. about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want this to be my life. I don't want to remember it. I don't want to remember any... So, I mean, that's kind of like the double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. If I was in her position, I could really care less what anybody else would think of me. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, you at that point, I mean? you're fucking a walking miracle, and who gives two shit? Can you imagine just how an experience like that would just change your perception on life Ew, at all? I'd be traumatized. Uh, I can't even imagine the ways that it would change your, your outlook on anything. Yeah. Probably a lot in the way, that, like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I'm not doing anything that I don't want to, you yeah. know? I would probably be paranoid as hell, more paranoid than I already am. Yeah. You know? But I think that, uh, yeah, again, a lot of people around here are so invested in it because we were so invested in it at the time. And I, for myself personally, I kind of, like, I just want to see you. I just, yeah. I wish, like, I wish I could give you a hug and say, I'm glad yeah, you're okay. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. So... Who knows? Um, you know, to this day, there have, of course, not been any arrests made. I did actually see, though, that somebody, I think in 2019, um, somebody anonymously called the sheriff's department or the police station here and said, Sherry Papini was with me those days that she was missing. So, so far, nothing's come of that. Um, I don't even think they've done an official, they haven't done an official press release on it. They haven't done anything about that. And who knows? That they doesn't, already know. They know a lot more than what they're saying oh absolutely and all investigations it is but people have admitted to wilder things than that yeah you know i mean it's a big case this person might just want some infamy or or want some attention in some way people admitted to murders you know i mean that they didn't do not just not just coerced yeah not just coerced murders you know or coerced confessions from police i mean people have just called and said or walked into police departments and said i killed this people and this person and that person and dna yeah showed that they didn't it's not inconceivable that somebody was just straight up lying yeah so i don't know nobody knows no i'm so curious i just we're all curious i hope they're well and i hope that someday we figure it out too when she's better, I think, yeah, it would take years and years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Maybe when she's 20 or 30 years from now, when she's able to talk to us. Mm-hmm. I think eventually, down the road, there has she will probably put out a statement. It's prob- it might just be years and years. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. It might provide a lot of closure for her, too, really. Yeah. You know, I know her husband at the time made a statement, too, um, because all the theories were just mm-hmm. surrounding the case immediately um, after she got home. Um, so I remember him addressing and, like, giving us an official statement to Good Morning America, even saying that, you know, these, I'm not even going to address these rumors. They're disgusting. Basically saying, you know, just how gross it was that people are doing that. So in a lot of ways, you know, she might not have wanted to put herself out there for that reason either. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go through something, you're home, and to, to know that you're just going to be fucking persecuted online. Mm-hmm. Did you see they were looking at that one guy, too, who Keith hired? Well, he ended up not hiring him. I think the guy did it for free. Talking about yeah, how him, you know. Negotiator, the hostage. Yes. Was he a hostage negotiator? Something or, uh, like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's just, I think that, all of that stuff. That guy just, bothered me, if I'm honest. It's kind of weird, but 
I would try every like if I was in that position, I would try every avenue right. I possibly could. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he had intel that maybe were different. Yeah. Yeah. So you this know. guy that we're talking about, he. And, and if you watch the 2020 special, which you can just find on YouTube even, he was a, you know, some sort of, like, hostage negotiator or – I don't even think that's it. Some sort of negotiator. Um, and what he did was he would, you know, gets on all the mainstream media and he says this is the $50,000 reward for her return. Um, you have – you know, he basically, for lack of a better term, intimidate – you know, tries to intimidate and say this is yours, no questions asked, mm-hmm. if you return her by this time and this date. Um, the the money for that ran out the day before they let her go. Mm-hmm. But if maybe so if he work. you know dealt with a lot of different hostage situations, maybe he's trying to give them pointers on like, okay, this is what you'll want to do, or you know, right? I mean, it's know, a valuable to, tactic. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, yeah. I don't mean to discredit um, the what, work that he does or the process thought process was, behind it. Yeah, exactly. It, I don't know. That that guy himself just rubbed me the wrong way when I saw him. He just seemed a little douchey to me. <laughs> it's just a personality. Yeah. He just, he just rubbed me the wrong way in that way. Yeah. Personality differences. He just seemed too excited to be on, on TV. He's so cool. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, too, kind of criticized Keith and, and wondered if he had part in it. I heard that he was really not obsessive, but very, I wouldn't say controlling. I've also heard that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a Find My Phone app on her. Like, right. you know, I heard he was just really, like I said, not obsessive, but, like, kind of controlling mm-hmm. as well. I don't know. You just never know. Mm-mm. And how many people have the, um, like, 360 now, which... I just heard about that, like, last year. My it's really cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I had it when I was um, working, because I would go all over, and I wanted Ian to be able, if I broke down yeah, or, or if anything happened going into yeah. people's houses you never fucking know yeah i was a thanks to COVID. i'm not anymore but i was doing <laughs> i did um early in-home intervention for um special needs you know one and two year olds mm-hmm. um so i would i would go all over the county even in to the next county a little bit here and there and um do early you know intervention inside their houses so having something like that is very valuable yeah, for me definitely. <laughs> it, you never know how sketchy it could get so who knows? Maybe she was fearful by herself. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Stay-at-home mom and kind of reclusive. That doesn't sound very... That's kind of like me. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, don't hate on us. <laughs> but I don't know. My opinion is, yeah, I think it was the whole sex trafficking thing, mm-hmm. you know, to sum it up too. all in one. I really think that they're going to go, like you said, maybe they thought she was younger. Right. Now they see that her freaking face is plastered everywhere because mm-hmm. they were obviously caught, probably beating her and, you know. Oh, yeah. Petting her through something to try to make her obey or right. however they do that. And then, I mean, I'm sure in that sense they have to, to really break you down. Exactly. Before they can Control send you, you off. You know, this area in particular, that was something that I was going to look up and add into the episode, too, about statistics about human trafficking just in this area in itself. Because Shasta County is, like, in the middle of this triangle, you know. I heard about that, To go up to Oregon, yes. to go down to SAC, yeah. and even to Southern California, over to Vegas. It's a really high trap. There's a train. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> there was a... This area is... Um, it's it's really high traffic for trafficking people. Hopefully, you know, someday somebody will be arrested and, you know, we'll get updates and they'll have closure and the rest of us will have closure that have been invested in it, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. As it was 
getting silenced. We're coming to the weird ending. I remembered that we are doing something new for the end of our episodes because it's always weird to talk about something so like bleak and melancholy oh, yeah. and then just be like, okay, See bye. <laughs> Goodbye now. <laughs> so we're going to start topping off five things. Yeah. Instead of ending it off on such a grim note every time, we're going to do some, some different top five lists at the end. Um, just to perk things up before we sign off. So this time, obviously, we're doing our top five creepy list. Did you, I know you were having trouble with your, your fifth slot. Did you get it figured out? I did. <laughs> but it's going to be different. It's different. It, mine are a little, a little funky. Want to go back and forth? We'll do one and one. Mine aren't in, are yours in like order? I didn't put mine in order. No. Okay, cool. No, no, no. These are just random top five. <laughs> Who was? All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can we'll do that. We'll go one and one. Okay. Tom Hardy. I totally see you too. <laughs> because this is real. <laughs> yes. I believe that. I can, I, I see that that fits your style. My forever, he's never leaving my top five list ever from the time I was like 14 years old, is um, Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer of Green Day. I don't care how oh, old he gets. Oh, yes. Green Day was my band. I don't, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks or what anybody <laughs> says. They were my love when I was a teenager, and Billy Joe Armstrong will have my heart forever. He's my husband, and I love him. <laughs> and I love him. And I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who you got? Matthew McConaughey. Oh, oh yes. yes. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he seems good looking. He's got some swag. Mm. When he was like younger, I was like, oh, he's kind of weird looking. Or maybe it's just because I was younger. <laughs> I do like Matthew McConaughey, you know. Yes. He didn't make my top five. I, I'm a little bit strange. Um, my next one is um, Jensen Ackles from Supernatural. I've never seen Supernatural. What? You don't even know who he is? Mm-mm. I have to show you. I am not good He's a names. beautiful boy. <laughs> He's a beautiful He does. He looks a little bit like Tom Hardy. Just a little bit softer around the edges, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. I got all excited. There he is. I see him. Oh, he's pretty. He's very pretty. <laughs> anyway, I don't think he needs much explaining. My next one? Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa. <gasps> He's lovely. Mm-hmm. I just like would love to be his best friend. You're I, like, I yes. would love to be more. <laughs> he is a different soul. Him and his wife are like the perfect fit for Oh each my other. god, yeah. Lisa Bonet, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're just so warm and oh. genuine, like so much so that I'm a little bit envious of him. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I had those vibes. I I'm an Aries, so I'll never have them. I just I, it's not my the dish. relationship and his him and his kids' relationship and like I like it. Did you see that video of him um, fixing up the car? The car for her? Oh, yes. <laughs> I watch all his videos. He's really into uh, photography. Is he as well? Hmm. That's so cool. They're such a neat couple. I know. I love it. My next one is um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He was also on Supernatural. He played their dad on Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't as cute then, Um, but he plays uh, Negan on Walking Dead. Don't tell me you haven't seen him, too. Miranda! I haven't haven't seen Walking Dead! (laughs) Don't say that to the internet. (laughs) I know it's big, but I barely get to watch movies and shows in general. Yeah, pretty old now. I I like the older ones. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I am horrible with names, but faces I can do. I will remember a face like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's beautiful. He is beautiful. I would totally do him. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> really? Yes. You like the muscly boys. Uh, his personality, though, he's really fucking funny. He is funny. He he's is really sweet, funny. too. Yes. They're you almost similar see him vibes. and his daughter. Oh, I've seen some of them. I remember when so his cute. daughter was born and he was doing, like, skin to skin with her. Oh. It was so precious. It was, he's, yeah. He's You're so funny. cute. You're like, I want to have sex with these guys because they're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good dads. <laughs> I'm like, give me the heat. <laughs> right. Um, my, I have, you know, I know I have two more to go. I'll tell my wild card last. My number one on my list, the rest are not in order. My number one is Tom Hiddleston, who played Loki in the Avengers. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Everybody's like, <laughs> Thor, Thor, I love Chris Hemsworth. And I'm like, Loki. For some reason, he makes me weak in the knees. There's nothing wrong with that. I love him. Just oh, I got the jiggles. <laughs> I got the jiggles. Okay, t- t- talk about somebody else. Hurry. <laughs> this is your oh last one, yeah? Is this my last one? I think so. So, I couldn't think off the top of my head. You think of these young, attractive guys. So, mm-hmm. I went old, attractive guys. Oh. Yeah, which is odd. How old? Older, probably 60s older. <laughs> so there's a couple of them. Okay. This is going to sound like alternates. so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Really? Yes. That surprises me. He's an attractive old man. He's a nutcase, though. I didn't say anything about his personality. <laughs> <laughs> There's the- a lot of old fucking nut jobs. <laughs> All the other ones, you're like, they're but so he's nice. pretty. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. If he does not open his mouth, he's all right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. (laughs) Like, I don't need it. I didn't see anything about personality. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of weird people. All right. No judgment. No judgment. Sorry. But yeah. So I'll let you you do yours and then I'll. My last one's another another even weirder than Tom Hiddleston. It's my wild card. And he's, um, as soon as I say this, Miranda will be like, I know who it is. You probably know who it is now that I've just said that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on a Travel Channel reality show. Oh, my gosh. I love Aaron Goodwin from oh, Ghost yes. Adventures. I don't care. He would have to be up there. He's on so my cute. List as well. He's cute. He's, he's so funny. He's freaking funny. He's so funny. His girlfriend now is so freaking cute. They're engaged. Are they engaged I'm now? a little Aww. jealous. Yeah, no, they're adorable, though. He looks so happy. He's just, he like, looks, a yes. sweetheart, I feel like. And he's it's just so funny. He has yes. won me over over the last decade, and I love him. Yeah. He's my little wild card. Gosh. What's your little, your alternate? And now that we're thinking about all these people, my mind has blanked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's somebody in his 60s? He's older. Jesus Christ. Even my mom thinks he's good looking. You're not talking about the old cowboy guy, are you? Which old cowboy guy? <laughs> Mustache. Are you? Like in his seventies. Seventies. What is his name? Oh my god! It's driving me crazy. I just pictured. I was like, Miranda. When she says he's old, this is who she's talking about, and I know it. Oh my god. Oh. That's so funny. 
How come I can't think of his freaking name? Me it's and Nathan were just talking about him the other day. It is. Once you say his name, I know exactly. Oh my who god. It is. Sam Elliott. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. I just knew it. I think I know you well enough now. That is so strange. Miranda. I would totally do Sam Elliott. He was born in no. 1944. I'd do him. I'd break <laughs> his hips. If he hips. could. <laughs> I'd break his hips. Oh, my God. I don't know if you could put that in the podcast. but Why not? Sam Elliott is an attractive. He is. An attractive. And he stayed man. attractive. He did. He is one of those people. He just got way more good looking the older he got. Like a fine wine. Oh, yes. That is so funny. Okay, well, enjoy your old man. That's so funny that you say that. I just, I knew it. I'm like, how come I cannot remember? Sam Elliott would definitely be before Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's a pretty old man, but I would totally do Sam Elliott way before Mel Gibson. All right. All right, we're going to go swoon over our lists, and this is a much more fun way to end it, I feel like. Definitely on a high note. Absolutely. Um, please share. I, you know, it's it, this is like our fun hobby to get away from kids and feel like we are able to socialize somewhat during the pandemic, but um, I don't want nobody to listen, so give us a hand. Share if you can. You know, it's not... We're not expecting this to be huge by any fucking means, but no. I would like for more than Miranda and my husband to listen to it, so <laughs> <laughs> give a share. We've, we've got Instagram, Twitter, iDabblePodcast um, for both of those, and then if you have any topic suggestions or any input that you wanted to send in on anything that we talk about, iDabblePodcast at gmail.com. But anyway, see you next time. See ya. Bye.